If the titles Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Jack, Dragon Ball Z, Roni Kenshin, Yu Yu Hakusho, or Gundam, Wing, 0083, 8th MS Team, etc. ring familiar, it's in no small part thanks to Toonami. A pioneer in bringing anime to an American audience, Toonami celebrates its 20 years with the premiere of the much-anticipated fifth and final season of the Toonami original, Samurai Jack. Square One Cartoon Network producer Mike Lazo hired Sean Atkins and Jason DeMarco to come up with a block focusing on action cartoons in the afternoon in the after-school slot to spice up the network which predominantly ran established classics like Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, and Scooby-Doo. No shade, an avid fan of them as well. The block they came up with first aired on March 17, 1997. New Kid on the Block it was certainly a case of humble beginnings with the CGI'd Voltar from Space Ghost orchestrating the programs as the Toonami host, and was certainly a far cry from Instafame. But the program started with animated shows like Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, Thundercats, and Voltron. Atkins admits there was literally no money to do anything, but regardless of their restraints, there was a silver lining. There was an appetite to take some creative chances. We felt we had to knock it out the park every time. Becoming a contender. Two years later, and Toonami was on to something. They played ball by buying the rights to Sailor Moon from the USA Network, along with gaining the rights to Dragon Ball Z, which Atkins fought for. Quote, When I was a kid, we were still getting up at like 6 in the morning to watch Dragon Ball Z. I know there are other kids like me doing this. If we can get this thing and put it on at 5 in the afternoon, we might have a hit on our hands. The block started to make some ripples, and it wasn't long till Bandai noticed and offered Toonami the U.S. rights to Gundam. Before they knew it, Toonami was the king of televised anime. That's the way it is now. It's still a mix of opportunities that come along, or us pushing for something because we like it, or fans want it. No one-trick pony. Toonami found no leisure in their success. They continued to challenge themselves and push the limits of what a television block can be. DeMarco wanted to incorporate musicians into the program. Daft Punk's harder, better, faster, stronger music video made its premiere on Toonami. The block went on to air many other featured artists, including Gorillaz, The White Stripes, Beck, and Kenna. The block also incorporated video game reviews and guest interviews, like comic book artist Alex Ross, or the NASA astronaut Robert Courtney, among many others. Looking back, DeMarco relates that, I've heard many, many times over the years from Toonami fans that it's the first time they saw Daft Punk or Gorillaz. For me, that's top of the mountain. Toonami broke the mold by incorporating a TIE, Total Immersion Event, between their on-air program and the Cartoon Network website in the form of multi-level games following CGI host Tom's attempt to defend his spaceship from an alien intruder. The intruder special was a hit and spawned a sequel called Lockdown, with new and improved Tom redesigned and voiced by Steve Blum, who is Spike from Cowboy Bebop and Zeb in the Star Wars Rebels series who had to protect his ship from a giant trash compactor. Wink, wink. DeMarco saw Lockdown and Intruder as opportunities to have fans be a part of the narrative in a way that felt organic and not just vote for what color you want Tom to be. Jason DeMarco says Sean designed it to be a catch-all 
for everything that we as a group thought was cool. It allowed us to be a whole bunch of different things. It allowed us to interview really interesting people, musicians, astronauts, scientists, to write speeches when we're in the mood to talk about a subject and inspire kids and adults. It allowed us to work in the world of CG, to make shows, and you couldn't ask for a better setup than that. Trouble in Paradise 2004 saw trouble brewing as the tsunami block dwindled from a weekday afternoon slot down to an exclusively Saturday afternoon slot. DeMarco attributes the move to the growing number of tsunami replicas on competing networks, and to our network having different priorities. When they moved us to Saturday, the writing was on the wall. But refusing to be discouraged, Toonami celebrated its 10-year anniversary on March 17, 2007, with a collection of animated movies, including Miyazaki's Spirited Away. One year later, however, they were canceled. A new hashtag. Four years after Toonami sank, Cartoon Network's late-night adult swim program pulled a quasi-April Fool's prank by running an old-fashioned Toonami block with its key players, including DBZ, Yu Yu Hakusho, Outlaw Star, and Tom as the host. The following day, Adult Swim tweeted, Want it back? Let us know. Hashtag bring back Toonami. And on May 26, 2012, Toonami officially made its comeback. Cartoon Network not only listens to its viewers, but also incorporates their voice, sometimes literally. Richie Bronson was a young rap artist and anime fan who put pen to paper about his feelings towards Toonami's departure. Moved by his Bring Toonami Back rap, Cartoon Network offered to use it as part of their official Toonami revival campaign. I couldn't believe it. Someone wants to use my music? Bronson remembers vividly. The night they brought back Toonami, I'm at my first paid show, and I run back to my hotel room to catch Toonami, and the intro song is the song that I made. Today. The year is 2017, and Toonami is strong as ever. Maintaining its code as a pioneer for anime, it has been running new titles like Attack on Titan, Gurren Lagann, One Punch Man, and is also home to the fifth and final chapter of the Samurai Jack saga. A Toonami original, by the way. Gendy Tarakovsky, Jack's creator and director, has taken a break after season four to work on other projects, including the Star Wars animated series Clone Wars and Adam Sandler's Transylvania movies. But after a meeting with Mike Lazo, both decided now is the time to wrap up his samurai saga. It was fun to go into Jack's mentality more, into his psyche rather than keep it on the surface. Tarakovsky remembers the reoccurring dream he had at ten years old about a world being destroyed and run by mutants. I'd find a samurai sword, pick up the girl I had a crush on, and we'd go through the land, surviving. Tarakovsky maintains his youthful and hungry imagination to this day. I don't think of myself as a 47-year-old with a mortgage and three kids. I think of myself as a virile, young 25-year-old at the beginning of my career. The next hurdle for the block has yet to be known. DeMarco recognizes that Toonami's currently talking to three different audiences. People that grew up on Toonami, people that have never heard of Toonami, and the hardcore anime fans who have Crunchyroll, which is one of the many anime streaming services. DeMarco embraces today's age of social media and connectivity. The feedback is so immediate and so passionate that we get way more guidance. Fifteen years ago, we were just in the dark. Now we have the benefit of going... This show really has a huge following among the hardcore fans. We think it has the ability to go farther than that. 
Let's find the dub and get it on Toonami. With streaming services like Netflix producing their own anime, Seven Deadly Sins, and a new Cyborg 009 series, the competition is definitely stronger than ever. But Toonami has a very loyal fan base, and as long as the block sticks to their decades-old code, they will continue to be the powerful contenders that I remembered them to be.